two to tie. Michigan have to bring it. Oh, he walked. He walked and the referee missed it. Weber brings it into the front court. They have no timeouts remaining. Oh, he causes too many timeouts. That's a technical foul. He called a timeout. Michigan doesn't yes. have any. He got by with a walk, and Jimmy calls a technical. He, he calls a timeout. He doesn't realize that's Michigan's too many. And so it'll be a technical foul, North Carolina shooting, and the ball. A huge mental mistake, mental mistake, mental mistake. Episode 20, Rodney's Reports. Uh, we're doing the October edition. It's been a long time since my good man John has been back. What's up, John? How you doing? Man, how y'all living, man? It's, it's been a long season already. Yeah, John Yeah, John is not looking forward to talking about the Steelers. This man came onto the pod talking real spicy. <laughs> talking real, real spicy. Not too spicy, but spicy enough to where he's going to have to eat some of these words. I mean, we're going to get right into it. When you started in your second string, going uh, here, here we go. Here we go. All right, come on, man. Let me, let me tee up the, the, the topic first. First, before you get to the oh, excuses, dude. let me tee up the topic. All right, so we're going to run through the NFL. We're going to hit some NBA at the end, but we're going to start with the NFL. Go through each division. We haven't talked since week one, pretty much, of the NFL season. We're about to head into week eight, so we're basically at the halfway point. We're going to check in on the NFL midway and see what's up. Uh, so, yeah, we're just going to start with the AFC North. The Ravens, 5-2. and two. Browns, 2-4. Two and four. Steelers, 2-4. and four. And then the Bengals are... Honestly, the Bengals might be just as bad as the Dolphins, but uh, I don't know. Just tell me, tell me, give me the 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 roller coaster ride that's been the Steelers' season so far. You got in the trade. We haven't even talked about the trade. Nothing. Just take me take me into the life of a Pittsburgh Steeler right now. So I'm gonna say it like this. All right, we we look. The defense does not look bad. I don't know if anybody, like, nobody probably really watches Past, this, like, three but, weeks, the defense has actually been good. I, I was about to say, but if you look at the defense, like, we got a bunch of people on, on that front seven that get after it. T.J. Watt is definitely making some noise this year. He's going to be a pro bowler again for, what, like the third or fourth consecutive year that he's been a pro. Bud Dupree is actually showing out a little bit now that he's not, like, a, a down-in rusher every single play. Right. Like, and I mean, this is all this is all happening while arguably, like, our best actual defensive player before Dre Kirkpatrick got there, Stephon Tewitt went You mean down. Minka, you mean? Minka Fitzpatrick, yeah, yeah. But this is the first time since Minka's gotten there that, like, Stephon Tewitt, who was our best defensive player on the team before, now he's gone for the season. Like, when did he get injured? He got injured two weeks ago. Oh, right, right. Well, y'all still he, he hasn't moving since then. Yeah, but I'm saying he hasn't torn. But, but he was the, he's the best. He was right. he was our outright best. Right, right, right. Like I love kind of like the, like the captain type. Yeah, like I love Cam Cam Hayward. Don't get me wrong, like, I love him. Like and I feel like he's like the heart and soul of the defense in a way. But Stephon too was the best thing on our defense. Now, don't get me started about the offense that's basically been completely revamped. Like we lost. Of course, like Le'Veon, who's over in New York, struggling for survival in the cold. Hey, he got and his bread, though. Shout out to him. He did. <laughs> and then, like, we also lost A.B., who the first weekend he was in New England had, like, 80 yards and a touchdown. And he was only with them for six days. So, obviously, that shows talent right there. Like, we lost both of those guys. And then in the first week of the season, we lost Big Ben. Then two weeks ago, we lose Mason Rudolph. Three weeks ago, we lose Mason Rudolph. Like, I feel like with all the things that's been getting thrown our way, a lot of other teams would have completely folded, of course. Like you know, and, but right now, like you know, things are looking up. We just beat the Chargers. You know, the defense came and showed up, came to play. 
I mean, I feel like the season is like looking up. Mason Rudolph we're coming off the bye. Mason's back. So it's no more just dink and dunk the whole game. Maybe like half the game. <laughs> My thing is with the Steelers, I'm just I'm disappointed, one, in Juju. Not that I thought that he was amazing, but I definitely thought he was better than this, just given his numbers. Just strictly looking at his numbers, he's been weak. And even more so, I've been disappointed in James Conner because I feel like y'all have a good, a solid offensive line. And I just like, I don't know. I thought last year he was legit. And now it's looking like y'all need to give more carries to Benny Snell. Like it needs to be a little bit more of a committee, committee type than like, I thought I thought Conner was like a three down you know what I'm saying? Like, it don't matter. You can, he can pass, catch, et cetera, et cetera. And it's not quite looking like that. And I think, like, I agree with you. Like, the people you've lost have hurt. But I feel like the people that you still have also haven't stepped up. Like, James Washington, like, he might, like he's on a milk carton somewhere. We don't know where he is. Which is shocking. Yeah. I feel like we develop receivers better than right. most of the re- – I mean, more you could honestly say he might be the, the best in the league. If you can go back all the way back to Emmanuel Sanders, all the way back Emmanuel to – Emmanuel Sanders, Mike Wallace, yeah. Hines Ward, Andrew all those like, and then, But my thing about it is whenever I look at games – like because in the, in the beginning of the season, I was saying the same thing about James Conner. Like, he was definitely letting me down, um, and so was Juju. But now when I look at games – I'm able to see like in a lot of on a lot of first downs, they're they're putting nine and ten people in the box. Like you see like the the one game that was that was insane to me was when we were playing the Ravens. And it was a first and it was a first and twelve. A first and twelve. Right. Right. And we're at like the fifty yard line or the forty yard line or something like that. And I saw Earl Thomas and the other safety in the box. That means they literally said. That also they, means they have no they, respect for they Juju. Were, they were they no, but it's not even just Juju. Because think about it, you're only half as good as the person throw, just throwing you the ball. If right. if you don't like like Ben, everybody knew Ben had that mentality. Like if you give one of my receivers one on one, I'm gonna believe in my receiver, so I'm gonna give him a shot to get the ball. Right. Whether it's Juju, Antonio Brown, you don't see that with Mike Wallace, any receiver that we have. Ben would give you a shot to go after if you have one-on-one coverage. Mason Rudolph is not that guy. Like, he's not going to— When y'all traded a first, y'all, you, you would assume that y'all thought that he was at least close to being I, that guy. I think most Steeler fans thought he was that guy. Me, personally, I haven't believed in really any of the quarterbacks that the Steelers have brought in, at least not recently. Like, like a lot of people were thinking, like, oh, maybe Landry Jones could take the keys from Ben. I thought they were all snort, smoking crap. Like, I, I was like, I've seen him play games, and he's been horrific. Mason Rudolph, like, I'm not sure if it's a confidence level or, like, exactly what it is, but he's just – he's not built to be that type of guy that's going to be, like, able to get Juju the ball. Because even when I look at some games, Juju gets open. Like, he'll hit a double move. He'll be getting double teamed and still somehow get open. But you don't have a guy that's going to try and get the ball to him in those windows. Yeah. So how do you feel about the Ravens then? Because at this point, it's looking like the Ravens are running away with the division. So I like Lamar. I like Lamar basically because, like, and the thing is, I, I like Lamar and John and, and John Harbaugh together. Right. No, I, I agree because John Harbaugh is one of the few coaches who is going to take what he has and build around them, not – make his quarterback fit into what he wants to do. Exactly. And that's what and that's really what's been the, the difference with Lamar. I feel like most people are gonna try and make him do a certain thing, play a certain way. And he's like, look, we're gonna use what you do best to our advantage. To our, yeah, exactly. And Especially with the talent like that. Like it only makes sense. And I mean you would my, think it's common sense. You my, would think. You would think for <laughs> most people, but my thing about it is it, it was a clip that they played. I remember I was watching it this morning like, you know, after I got to work. 
I was sitting at my desk and I was, I was in my office and I closed my door and I was just looking at some of the stuff and I was like, yo, like, this was an amazing clip. So basically, it was, I remember the Ravens, it was, it was right before, it was um, in the fourth quarter and it was second, I think it was like second and, it was second and 10 or second and nine. And they got called for a delay of game because they didn't hike the ball. And Lamar Jackson spiked the ball because he was pissed. Right. And he was like yelling in the center, like, get me the ball. So then on the very next play, he he ran the ball for 14 yards on a third on a second on a third and 15. He ran it for 14 yards and came up one yard short. So they came to the sideline. The Ravens have Justin Tucker, who is one of the best kickers, and not the best kicker in the NFL, possibly one of the best kickers in history of the NFL. Yeah, he's up there. They go to the sideline, and John Harbaugh, like, he sees Lamar Jackson. He knows he's pissed. And he says, you want to go for it? And Lamar says, hell yeah, I want to go for it. And he starts turning around and asking him. He's like, you want to go for it? Let's go for it. And John Harbaugh literally runs out. Again, this is the best kicker in the NFL right now. And this is a 30-yard chip, this is a 30-yard chip shot. Right. He, he literally begs for the timeout. They come out of the timeout to go for it. Lamar runs it up the middle for an eight-yard touchdown. Yeah, like, I did see that. Yeah, attitude. Like, yeah, so it's, it's yeah, he's different. I feel like it's per, I feel like it's just a per because like, like I feel like I feel like as a coach, you have to believe in like in your star. Like you got to right. believe in your guy. If you believe in your guy, then then you all can take your team as far as possible. So I definitely feel like like going back from week one, I think we definitely maybe rated the Ravens too low, just based on the fact that they did have an attack last year that worked. Even if it worked at the end of the season, it still worked. And they have a good enough defense to like not like not let teams just run away with the game. Yeah, I mean, I I would agree with that. I mean, I do think that once the playoffs come or once we get into big games, I'm not entirely sure. Like, I do think at some point, like Lamar will be a top five quarterback. I don't know if he's there yet, especially with the situation in terms of they don't really have the receivers yeah. to consistently pass. Like, I'm not, I don't even think he's a bad thrower necessarily, but I do think he's not going to be out there like Aaron Rodgers throwing at the nobodies and throwing five touchdowns, you know what I'm saying? Right. So they have they got Hollywood Brown, but he's been hurt. They got Andrews at tight end. And then who's their number, who's their number two receiver? You know, Willie Sneed maybe? I don't even – like, who else do they really even have? So, like, like they're 5-2 and two now. I'm going to look go through their schedule really quick. You know, a win, Dolphins. They beat the Cardinals the second week of the year before the Cardinals really got going. They lost to the Browns. Let's not forget, they did lose to the Browns. And that's another thing about the Ravens. We've been underrating. We probably underrated them, but also we expected that division to be a lot better. A lot tougher. I mean, especially Cleveland. I mean, me not me per se, but just in general. Then they beat the Steelers. Then they beat the Bengals. And then and the Steelers, honestly, probably should have lost at the Steelers. They probably should have. They probably It was close. I mean, went to overtime. It was it was a toss up, and then they had their first good win against the Seahawks. So we're gonna see because the next they play the Patriots, then they play the Texans, or sorry, they play the Patriots and the Bengals, then they play the Texans, then at the Rams, then the 49ers, then at the Bills. So we're gonna see in about, in about five study. weeks. Yeah, we're gonna see in about five five weeks what they're really about. Their medal is like. Yeah, because to me, it, it before the Seahawks, I was looking at them as. A team that is going to beat all the bad teams, but I don't and know how they. But I don't, yeah, exactly. Because like they played Kansas City, and of course, like you saw what Mahomes did. Exactly. So like as a team, like now to your point about Lamar and everything, like I I pretty much agree with all that. So I guess we can move on to they play the Patriots next week, so we can just move to the AFC East. I don't know how do you feel about the Patriots because I mean they're seven and zero against an awful schedule, but I mean the defense has been. 
historic. I saw a stat that said their their offense has given up as many touchdowns as their defense. This is what I'm going to say. And I had this argument with someone the other day because they were telling me that it's not even a conversation. Tom Brady is a way better quarterback than Peyton Manning was. And my argument to them was Tom Brady has always, almost always, I think every single season of his entire career, had a better defense than Peyton Manning ever played with, except for maybe those two years, that one year when Bob Sanders oh, and yeah. Brackett was actually, and Dwight Freeney and Robert Mathis were right. all healthy at once. Right. And that first year, and that, and that last year in Denver, those are the only times he's had a real top-tier defense. Oh, yeah. But Brady has walked out a lot, so often. And Belichick has put a defense out there that does not give up shootouts. Like, Brady does... He's never had to really go throughout his career and win a lot of shootouts. Like he's right. had, he's, yeah. he's done it a couple times. Like but, he beat the Chiefs last year, but I feel you. It's not but, a consistent. But thing. when you look at, like when you look, when you look at all the other top tier, like like Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers, like these guys have had to go out and win shootouts like often. Like they've never been able to just like they've they've rarely been able to sit back and be like, okay, like I don't have to win a shootout. Like Peyton had it in his last season of his career, right? That year in Denver. Um, Drew Brees has had it somewhat like a couple different years with the Saints, but it's never really been like solidified. Like Drew is going to have to go out here and win us the game. I don't think Aaron Rodgers has ever had that luxury to really be able to sit back and be like, okay, like I mean, before this year, yeah, like defense. Did now, this like I right. say, now they're good. But Brady is walking out there with an amazing defense. And one thing I can never take away from Tom Brady is late in the game, even with him playing the way he's playing now. You would still be terrified to see Tom Brady with the ball with less than two minutes to go. Yeah, you would be terrified. You'd be like, "Oh shit!" Like we might lose. Right. But how you feel about the Bills though? Five and one. Are you feeling like? I mean, right now they're you know pretty much locked in at that fit that first wild card at five and one. But who have they played? Like that's the. So I've been trying to think about like. So they beat the Jets and the Giants with Eli, by the way. So eh. then the Bengals. Lost to the Patriots in a close game, in a relatively close game. They lost by six points. Then they beat the Titans, and then they beat the Dolphins. So, so they're kind of riding the same way the Ravens are riding. Like they're pretty much. They're I mean, at least the Ravens. Teams. At least the Ravens beat the Seahawks. Yeah, yeah. They're beating the bad teams, but I don't. I don't know. I mean, how you feel about Josh Allen? I don't. I don't see a lot of the development, but he doesn't look as bad as he looked last year. Like I mean, that's year. development then, though. I mean, I don't, I don't see the, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's hard to explain. I don't see that he's making like huge throws, like right. amazingly, amazingly gifted throws or anything of that nature. He's just not making the whole, like he's not. He's not making those awful, awful interceptions that he had last yeah, year. Yeah, he's year. not, he's not making completely un, unacceptably, unacceptable bad decisions. Right, that's just, fair. So, that's mean, fair. And then the, I don't even want to talk about the Jets and the Dolphins. Those, I mean. Yeah, Sam I, I Donald's still Sam, seeing ghosts today. <laughs> yeah, that that's rough. That's the type of thing that honestly could ruin a career. It can, but I'll say this: I think Le'Veon is trying to save him now because he did say this morning. He said, "You know, like I talked to him and I told him, like you know, these are the games that make you better. You got to you you can learn from this time." I mean, we'll see. I mean, if he has the Le'Veon mentality, sure. But is he a dog? Like Le'Veon's a dog. Yeah, he is. He's he a dog. Is Sam Darnold a dog? I mean, he just had mono. I don't know if he's a I dog. Don't know. He might have been kissing a dog. That's how he got mono. I don't know. I don't know if he's a dog. <laughs> I don't know if he's hey, a show, dog. Show, show my man. <laughs> hey, oh, that's your man? My fault. I didn't know that was your man. Nah, not really. He's with, he's with the SC, so I kind of think. Respect. <laughs> oh, him and Juju? Yeah. Uh, 
AFC South. Now you know what time it is. <laughs> you already know what time it is. Them Colts oh, four man, and I, two. I smelled this. You already right. know what time it is. We should be five and one if Vinatieri wasn't can we off to, some other shit. Can we just go to the Colts schedule, please? Like, yeah, we can go to the it, they, hey, we can go to the Colts schedule because it ain't been no Ravens Bill situation. Something that is ridiculous. I just don't get it. Even without Andrew Luck, the Texans still can't beat these. Yeah, guys. there, like, there are sons. That's a third straight like, L. Third this is, this straight is ridiculous, L. And Deshaun Watson don't doesn't play that well against us. De- De- like DeAndre Hopkins, he cooks us, but as a whole, DeAndre Hopkins does not do that well. All right, schedule: Chargers o- OT loss, thirty to twenty four. Should have won. The Chargers have been pretty. Bad. And uh, well, week one, right. they they you know that They're was used to, we, no, yeah we no didn't luck. we didn't think that. And the Chargers looked better. We, you know, it was okay, week one yeah, still. They did, they, we didn't think that the Chargers – like, we thought the Chargers were, gonna you know – Going to be at least, like at least, least good. Yeah, at least like a top three seed in the AFC. But, again, and Terry missed two extra points in a field goal under 35 yards right. in an overtime loss. Titans win. Falcons win. Raiders loss. Now, the Raiders loss not that bad. Considering the Raiders are they're okay, like you know you're gonna they're lose okay. to okay teams. They're they're deep. They're, they can make the playoffs. They're three and three. They can make the wild their last wild card. And then these two big wins right here at the Chiefs. Yeah. And then you come off and follow that with the Texans, four and two. Now look at the schedule after that. Home to Denver after they just traded Emmanuel Sanders. And 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 it, the the reports came out saying that the Denver was trying real hard to wait a week to trade Sanders because the trade deadline's next week, not this up, upcoming week. But the 49ers really wanted him, so they traded him. So that should be fine. Then at the Steelers, and we are we are talking about them, so uh, it's probably should be a win. If we lose the Steelers, I'm that's see, a bad I'm loss. I'm gonna see you that. Week. That's a we bad. Gonna, that's a bad we loss. We gonna see lose. each other that. I mean, week. that's fine. And if we lose the Steelers, that's that's a bad loss. The Colts are clearly better than the Steelers. Jacoby Brissett is miles ahead of Mason Rudolph. That's a fact. Uh, then after the Steelers, we get the Dolphins. That's a, that better be a win. That's a that's a very big win. Then we get the Jaguars <laughs> with no Jalen Ramsey now. Like they, I mean, you trade. Look, you trade your best player for some for some future picks in the NFL, bro. Wait, yeah, the season, the season's over. Yeah, season's over. They, they, it it's over. Just pack it up. Uh, Jaguars and at the Texans, Titans, at the Bucks. So I mean, I'm looking at these one, two, three, four. Next five games, they probably go four and one. That'll put us at eight, eight and three. Real, if if they win the games, they're supposed to win. Eight and three. Maybe eight and four, counting the next six games. So, Colts right now, honestly, are, are looking great. People who counted them out, honestly, just I don't know. Maybe they just didn't know. They didn't know about the offensive line. They didn't know about Big Q. Uh, maybe they thought the defense was fluke. I don't know. Jacoby's here to stay. Jacoby's nice. Now we're Jaco- Jacoby's nice, and that's really all I got to say about that. Honestly, just it's, it's kind of self-explanatory. I mean, they're going to win a division. We'll see if they get the first round by. That's going to be the big thing. And that's why that that Chiefs game was so big because they have the tiebreaker over the Chiefs now, if they're tied for that second seed. But we'll see. I don't think we. Do you think New England really finishes out the season as the number one seed though? Oh yeah, they're a lock. Their their schedule so their schedule is is light. They I mean they play in the worst division. They have six wins wrapped up. Yeah. With that's the Bills, Jet, Jets, and Dolphins, that's six wins. You know what I'm saying? We don't, you know, we don't have that luxury. You know, they're, they're going to finish the season 13 and 3, 14 and 2. No questions. Um, I don't know. I still think the Texans are sneaky, though. Like, so- the Texans are sneaky. I just don't know what it is because they have a good quarterback, they have weapons, but like, 
like they have JJ like you would just like they just have like individuals and you would think that like collectively they would be better. I mean, I guess they have Bill O'Brien, so that might be holding them back, but like he's was, not he hasn't been bad this so, year. Like I, I don't think say, he's been the problem. They shirt up their offensive line. Their biggest their biggest weakness was offensive line. They traded for a left tackle and they're still not like as good as they probably could be. Like their ceiling is higher than four and three. Like they're four and three right now. Dare I say I think it's Bill O'Brien. I mean, <laughs> like, I just, I don't think he's that good of a coach. Like, I, I get it. He came into Penn State after a tumultuous time at Penn State. He didn't turn them into a world power or anything like that. Again, he just made them a good football team. He left Penn State and then came to the NFL. He has not really done anything. Yeah. So why is he, why, why are we giving him flack? Like, that, this, that, that's the thing. He has talent. The, team is, not, lo- and the, the team is loaded with And talent. he's the GM. He's a coach and GM. We got to get it. We, we, gotta, <laughs> we definitely got to pack him the fuck up and get him out of here. Like, just pack him up. Like. So, I, the Texans, you would think they'd make the playoffs. They've lost to the Saints. They've lost to the Panthers. They've lost to the Colts. Those are three good losses. They haven't had any bad L's. They beat every team they were supposed to beat. They beat the Chiefs, the Falcons, at the Chargers, and the Jags. So, I mean, I don't know. They're just so inconsistent. They're so hit or miss. I honestly really have no idea, like, what really to make of them in terms of how far they can go. Like, I, I mean, they're not going to win the division. We already know that. They are, we already know that. This is a – I mean, they're just – like – As a, as Texans, a Colts fan, I say that. I look at the Texans, and I look at them, and I think to myself, like, you ever you ever, you ever seen, like – yeah, I don't know this. You ever seen something, and you're like, man, that looks really amazing. And then, like – Then you get it, and you're just like – Yeah, it's, it's, it's all right. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. They're just like, always just like – And you're just like – you're like, it just, it just looks like it's so perfect, though. Like, it just – it should be so much better than this. Like, that's literally... But that's been for them for the past, like, three years. Yeah, exactly. And which, then, which tells me, I mean, because one year, you know, J.J. Watt was gone, but now J.J. Watt is back. He's being destructive again. Right. So, like, he's being destructive. Deshaun came, went, 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 outplayed, went and outplayed Patrick Mahomes to beat Kansas City. Yeah. Your running game isn't spectacular, but it's, it's not It's, it's good not enough. Tank-worthy. It's good enough. Yeah, it's, it's not good terrible. Enough. And then, Coles Heisman, okay. I've been shocked. And then you have Nuke on one side, who's basically detonating whenever somebody tries to check him. And then you have Will Fuller. Who got hurt, though. He got, he hurt. got hurt. But they got Kenny Stills. Kenny Stills came Kenny and stepped Stills. in and did good. Like So, I mean, like, and then they have Kiki Cootie. Yeah, so he's like, all right. And, and Fells is okay at tight end. Like, so they, have no, they have no holes, they have no, and, the, and the offensive line, is it bad? Is it terrible? It's solid. It's been, it's been solid. The, 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 defensive the Colts line got great. after him a little bit, but before that, like, when they played the Chiefs and the Falcons, I mean, granted, the Falcons, we'll get to them, are just so, so an abomination. Like, but So it's like, I look at them, and I'm like, yo, like, the only thing I can think of is, like, hey, Bill, I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> man, like, Yeah, I don't know. Not, don't got much to say on, on the Jags and the, and the t- Titans. Titans, the Titans don't know who they are. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they're. And the Marcus, I'm glad we have all come to the realization that Marcus Mariota is trash. <laughs> glad, glad we finally caught up. I mean, we, he's been trash for a couple years now. I'm glad we all caught up. Yeah, that's hilarious. The, the first two picks of that draft were both quarterbacks, and they're both ass. They're they're the Jabari Parker and Andrew Wiggins of the NFL. Like, <laughs> like it's as simple as that. Well, so who's, who's Jabari? I mean, it doesn't matter. Whoever got picked to one can be Wiggins. Whoever got picked two can be Jabari. It I mean, but matter. Jabari got. I mean, Jabari was had like yeah, he had a great season before he got hurt. Like, let's remember that he was a he was a borderline all star. He was averaging. I mean, games, Mariota. I mean, I guess he could be Mariota. Got hurt too, so I guess he could be Mariota. That's fine. Mariota's not really that good though. 
I mean, he had a good statistical year. He put up 26 touchdowns, nine interceptions for one season. That's good. You know, that's solid. Like, but if you, that if, makes you think. If you, if but you, if you're down 28 to zero and then you score two touchdowns in the last end of a game. Hey, look, man, matter. I'm just saying, but if you look at those numbers at the end of the year as a second or third year QB, you're going to be like, okay, he, this is something to build off on. You don't think this is going to be the best year he's ever going to have. That's the best year he's had, 26 and nine. At the time, when you're a second and third year, you're like, ah, you know. I feel that. Like, regardless of how you get them, you can just look at it and be like, hmm, there's, there's promise here. Not, oh, this is going to be his peak, which is what ended up happening with him. That's what ended up happening with Jabari. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, I, I guess it doesn't really matter. Grand scheme of things, they both suck. Yeah, they both yeah, they both, they both sting. And then Wiggins looks like the type that eats some Ws, so he can be Jameis. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, AFC West, you got the Chiefs, Raiders, Broncos, and Chargers. The Chargers... I really thought the Chargers were going to be good. I thought the Chargers were going to be everything the Bills are in terms of being like four and two, five and one, but still having to be a wild card team because the Chiefs are just that good. You know what I mean? Like how the Patriots are going to be 13. You can win 11, 12 games and still be a wild card. I thought that was going to be the Chargers. So if we were wind back the tape. The problem you know, is Phillip Rivers is washed. If we were wind back the tape to week one. Like, you know, right before we won, you know, last time we were here, you know, Dirk and Adam was here too, you know. And I, I you know, everybody probably famously remembers me, remembers hearing me say, I think the Chargers are going to be one of, like, the, it's going to be the dark horse this year. Like, they're going right. to challenge the Chiefs for the division. Yeah. And as you can see, the Chiefs are obviously faltering. The issue with me for the Chargers is really, I don't think Philip Rivers is lost. But... I think the whole thing with Melvin Gordon and them trying to integrate him in the middle of the fucking season while Austin Eckler was having an amazing season in the beginning, then also combine that with the fact that Derwin James, who's, who quietly last year made himself one of the top safeties in the league, regardless yeah, of... Yeah, I don't know. He hasn't played a game yet. But, no, I'm saying last year. Right now, I'm talking about this year so yeah, far. He has, I'm, he's been out all year. Yeah, so that's, that's hurt more. That hurt more than I thought. That I think that's, that's been a bigger because, impact than people give a credit. Because, like, the same way, like, we lost Ryan Shazier that one year. Right. People, were, people didn't understand how much he meant to the team until he was gone. And I was like, well, the entire middle is an open field. Like, right. literally, like, you might as well plant flowers out there and water them while you're at it when you're running around <laughs> and when you're running up the middle. Derwin James is the same thing for that Chargers defense. So yeah. I feel like him being out combined with Phillip Rivers, like just like he, combined with Melvin Gordon not being integrated during the offseason, I feel like that's just really hindered the team. Yeah, I feel that. I, I mean, I don't know. I think Phillip Rivers just looks a little washed. Yeah, I don't know. He just kind of looks like Chad Pennington out there a little bit, floating those balls around. Uh, I'm just not. A, I'm just not a fan. <laughs> just not a fan. Not a fan of Philip Rivers. Are we talking about the Chad Pennington of New York or in Miami? The, which it doesn't. The the one that the one that was about to retire. The the one that was watched. Yeah, that's my. Yeah, the one that was. I'm watched. about to say the Chad Pennington of New York. He was he was doing a little something. Yeah, he was doing okay, but he yeah, was, this 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 Philip Rivers. Yeah, yeah, Keenan Allen would probably agree with me. Here's this. This Philip Rivers is probably a little washed. My fantasy team agrees. <laughs> I do. I will say one thing about the Raiders: Josh Jacobs probably rookie of the year. Rookie, probably <sighs> offensive rookie of the year. I mean, you can definitely at least make the argument. Yeah, it's either I mean, what him or Kyler. Might be the only other option. And Kyler it, had I, a bad game yesterday. I give it to Josh before I give it to anybody. Before I give it to Kyler, definitely. Right. I mean, but he's a running back, so you know he's got to do extra to really win that. But I mean, I feel like he's just—I feel like he's kind of like fitting with that offense so well. I mean, yeah, they got a good offensive line. They—they—they—he's really making Derek Carr look okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's making Derek Carr look okay. Oh man! All right, NFC—the worst NFC division. 
the NFC East is the worst one. So we'll start there. Cowboys four and three, Eagles three and four, Giants two and five, the Washington Football Club <laughs> one and six. <laughs> the one. That's that's all that's all I can refer to them as until further notice. The Washington Football Club. The football club. This might be the worst group of individuals that I've ever seen play playing the game of football. Like in this like if if FedEx is not empty by the end of the season, then Redskins hey, fans deserve was, whatever they get. Hey, it was pretty empty. Granted, it was raining and everything. I hear you. It was pretty empty. Like I said, if by the end of the season, I don't want it pretty empty. It needs to be. If it's not empty, then the Redskins fans deserve whatever they get. Well, like, some people just like to go tailgate. Get I don't want to be a tailgate. <laughs> and I'm talking about inside the stadium. If it's not empty, then they deserve whatever they get. I hear you. So, we, what do you think? Cowboys or Eagles? In terms of winning the division, based on Sunday night, I'm gonna say Dallas. <laughs> like they beat them in the I know, but like, it's, it's just it's still just week seven though. They play again. The like, Eagles could come back. They could rally. Deshaun Jackson might come back. Yeah, but the way they beat them, it wasn't like they beat them and like they were like. Yeah, they really they did. Barely, they bullied them. Like they, they yeah, the, like it's, it was literally one of those. They, like, bu- they bullied them. Money. Yeah, they like, bullied them. It was just like we're just gonna run the ball down your throat. It was one of those, like like you remember from Friday. When, when, you know, when, when Smokey and Debo came out the house and Smokey was like, hey, Debo, we got about $300. No, I got about $300. Right. Like, Debo was Dallas. <laughs> how, how do you feel about Carson Wentz? Do you feel like he's over? he's been overrated? Do you feel like it's a team around him? Because he like, definitely has been underperforming. Like, people had him as a top five. I mean, shoot, before he got injured, he I was, was top say, five. I think the injury really did something to the guy. Do you think really? it's the injury, or do you think it's just, like, people in the locker room just don't like him that much? Because there are always rumblings of that, like, People just personally, not not even skill wise, just on a personal level, just they don't they're just, not fond of the just like Nick Foles more. You know what I'm saying? Like they just responded to him more. You know what I mean? Like you know how that is, like emotional but I mean, stuff in the locker room. I mean, you can say that, but I mean, let, let, I mean, we can call a spade a spade. If Wentz or Nick Foles was the starter, going taking that Eagle team into the playoffs. The Eagles were probably still going to win the Super Bowl, and it's not necessarily just. I don't only, know. Nick Foles was not, acting different. He was acting different, but that defense was was destructive. That defense was demolishing. You think Carson Wentz was putting up what forty something on the Patriots in the Super Bowl? Well, remember during the regular season, Carson Wentz was winning shootouts. Like the defense wasn't tearing people up. They were they were tearing you a new one, but they weren't stopping you from scoring. They were just beating the hell out of you, like you stole something during the game too. Yeah, that's true. So we're going with the Cowboys here. I mean, before the year, I picked the Eagles. I don't know where Zach Ertz has been. My fantasy team's been looking for him. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's out. He's missing. We got an Amber Alert out for Zach Ertz. We we thought we found him, but it was Dallas Goddard. So I don't know what's up with Zach Ertz, but I'm not a fan. Also, Alshon Jeffrey looks really old. Like, he got real old real quick. Them injuries look like they're catching up to him. Then, of course, they got Nelson. Nelson Aguilar. <laughs> Would have dropped the baby Aguilar. <laughs> like... Yeah, so like I don't You're know catching the kids catching unlike the kids. Aguilar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that. I mean, shout out to him for like not for like being yeah, sensitive about yeah. it, I guess. But like, gave the guys free tickets. But that, uh, hey, the guy didn't even take him. Like, <laughs> shout out to that guy. Hey, he's real. He said, "I don't care. I don't care." I, hey, he stood by his word. He's I respect that. Facts. Exactly. Uh, no, nothing to say about the those the Giants. They're Danny 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 Dimes, more like looking like a Danny Nickel. It's a little overrated. Yeah, it's just it is what it is. I, I just I wish Saquon played more. Uh, <laughs> that's all I could say. Give us more to talk about. Facts. Uh, NFC North. This is the most interesting division. Speaking of what we famously said before Week One, 
I thought the Bears were the best team in the NFC. The Bears. The, and the crazy thing is, if they had if, a decent quarterback. If you swap you, you're <laughs> Rodney Davis Jr. with Mitchell Trubisky, they might actually do something. Like It's crazy. But Trubisky is no better than this pack of batteries that is sitting here on the table. He honestly looks like he just forgot how to play. Like, it's beyond, like, not being able to. He looks like he just forgot how. You know what's funny? Like, it just looks, it looks mental at this point. The Bears actually look, like, I feel like as a franchise, they look at quarterbacks and they're like, you know what? Let's go after a game manager. Like, why go after a guy that can play? Let's go after a game manager. <laughs> and just, you know, just, yeah. you know, not, not you too good. Don't, we don't need to score too many points, but just enough. Just, you know, just, just score like 10. Yeah. It should be all right. Yeah. Like Rex Grossman, Mitchell Trubisky. Um, Jake Cutler was, you know, just Jake. I, I kind of feel bad for Mitch though, because it's not his fault. They he didn't tell them to draft him at two. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't say, "Hey, skip on Patrick Mahomes oh, and Deshaun Watson." Man, for me. this so, is gonna look bad if if he really can't pick it up. That's what I'm saying. Like now, the coach and the GM, both of them are pretty much tied to him. It, like that's their guy. So like he just got a lot of pressure that he didn't really ask for. I mean, obviously he's getting paid millions of dollars. So I mean, I can only feel but so bad for him. But at the same time, like he didn't ask for this because like if you looked at him in college, he he started one year in college, one year, and he didn't and have it, the and, most amazing year. Yeah, and he drama. didn't have the. So like, it was, was like he was kind of bad. what were y'all looking at to think that he was, he was gonna better? Be this amazing. I could guy. see honestly why you thought he could be better than Patrick Mahomes at the time because Patrick Mahomes was coming out as a project you know he, he sat, was, he sat he was, a year he was formerly a receiver right etc etc but to time. think that he was going to be worse than Deshaun Watson after Deshaun Watson lit up Alabama multiple and times led Clemson and led Clemson to the next to their oh come on to be quite honest like it's either two things either the Bears have the worst scouting department in the in the NFL or they're racist because I have no other explanation of why they thought Mitchell Trubisky <laughs> would have been better than Deshaun Watson. Oh, like, he man. just looked at a big 6'4 white guy who would throw and was like, oh, he must be good. Like, the Brock Osweiler <laughs> thing. Like, that's my only – that's the only two options here. The Brock Osweiler joint is unforgivable. It's, it's either you're bad at your job or you're racist. Like, it's one or the two. And I need somebody to give me an explanation eventually. Uh, the Lions or the Lions. But Packers, how do you feel like the Packers are legit? I feel like Aaron Rodgers is doing his best – rendition of relax like, <laughs> like we saw him say a couple years ago because the Packers started off like one and two came on national television during a press conference and literally just, just told everybody to relax no, simmer, this simmer year, down simmer this down. year you know they started off what they started off one and one and they had that tough loss to the Bears well no they beat the Bears in that tough grinded out game yeah no they started off three and one they beat the Bears and they beat the Vikings and they right. beat the Broncos and they lost to the Eagles. And people and people were saying like you know Rodgers doesn't look right or he doesn't right. look the same. And then Rodgers literally just came out. They came out Sunday and beat moved, the Cowboys. And Lions. he just moved they, the entire world. Yeah, because he threw for five touchdowns and then he ran for one. Really wish Mahomes was healthy because Chiefs Packers this Sunday would have been very would have been nuts. It's still gonna be a good game, but but Aaron Rodgers I think is gonna light them with fire. So. I don't know the Chiefs at home. I don't know. Wow. We look. I know we already talked about the Chiefs before, but look, Andy Reid has a history of doing well with backups. You're right. So it's. I think it's going to be closer than people will think. But yeah, the the Packers probably should still. Yeah, they're not going to lose by thirty. They're going to lose by twenty. <laughs> uh, how you feel about Kirk? Oh, Kirky. Kirk. You like that? You like that? <laughs> you like that? I just <laughs> people people love the. I don't know. He's just inconsistent, and people like to act like, oh, when he's doing good, he's so good. But, like, it really just depends on how good his offensive line is. If you let him just sit back there and make throws, he's going to make throws. But as soon as you get in his face and he's going to start moving around, 
he's gonna start worrying about oh am I gonna get hit? And it's it's curtains. Kirk is about as average as it gets. He just think about it. You have I've seen Adam Thielen make some of the most ridiculous catches in the world. I mean, yeah, you got Thielen, Diggs, and then Dalvin Cook coming on and coming up this year too. It's kind of hard to mess it up, and he was messing it up. But I mean, shout, hey, shout out to him. If I, also hitting everybody else with the relax the last three games. I get our eight. You get to respect it either way. NFC South, the Saints six and one, Panthers four and two, Bucks two and four, Falcons one one and six. I really thought the Saints were going to be good, but not great, and they look better than last year. And this is with Teddy Bridgewater at the helm. Young Teddy. Yo, you imagine how I am ecstatic. You imagine Teddy. how people would be talking about Teddy Bridgewater if he was white. Man, people would be saying he's the second coming. Bro, if he, he might be in, Archie Manning. Like, he came in off the this, like destroyed leg, hadn't played in like two years, and then came in and just is five and zero. Oh. After Alvin Kamara started, yeah. After Alvin Kamara got hurt, starting tight end hurt, and then lit up the Bears. Who's so supposed to be a top five defense? Like people really sleep on him. I know Drew Brees is sweating. He's trying to come back ASAP. Well, I don't think Drew Brees is necessarily sweating. No, he's sweating. I think the same thing. I think the same thing that happened with the Broncos that one year. Like Drew Brees has never. Year. Drew Brees has never looked this replaceable. But what I'm saying is, I think the same thing that happened with the Broncos that last year and Peyton Manning's year is the same thing that's happening with the Saints. Because remember, last year it was already rumblings like, okay, they don't want to let Teddy go because. They don't really believe in Taysom Hill being a quarterback. Of course, but they don't really know, you know for Taysom sure. Taysom Hill's like thirty. Yeah, I didn't. I yeah, he's old as hell. <laughs> yeah, but they don't. They didn't really know if they could hand the keys to Teddy. They were. They weren't for sure. But now that they are, now, they, they look for sure. That's what I'm saying. Drew Brees has never looked more replaceable. But but this is the thing. You never you never go against somebody like Drew Brees. I Drew mean, Brees, no, no. I, of course, carries, you're gonna let Drew Brees. He carries back. the same factor that Tom Tom carries. Like, no, of course. In the, in, in the last two minutes of the game, don't forget. Last year, we came a pass interference call away from Drew Brees and Tom Brady playing in the Super Bowl, which is what everybody has wanted to see. Yeah. So now the question is, if you're the Saints, Teddy Bridgewater is about to be a free agent. How are you going to act? Well, I'm signing Teddy. I'm, I'm giving Teddy the boat. I'm giving him the, the, the everything with the kitchen sink. Hey, but, because but, but, but they got to pay Alvin Kamara soon, too. I'll deal with that bridge when it gets here. Hey, I hear you. I'm just saying. They got a lot of people... A lot of contracts. They got to pay Lattimore soon. They got to figure out. They already paid Michael Thomas. Drew Brees is still. Bro, if they they pay Teddy Bridgewater what he's worth, which is at this point probably what? At least what Brissett got, which was 15, at least. Every year. At least per year, maybe 20. Now you're paying your quarterbacks in total like 50 mil between Brees and Bridgewater. So something, just something to think about. Just something to think about. But the Saints, Saints look like they're they're on that revenge tour, which is just gonna make it that much wilder when they lose in the playoffs and some crazy <laughs> game again. <laughs> when the refs when the refs mess it up again, oh, it's just gonna make it that the much wilder. Comedy. When the Packers beat them in the playoffs, it's just gonna be that much wilder. Uh, Panthers, how you feel about this whole? I'm not gonna lie. Cam Newton, Kyle Allen. So people are really acting like Kyle Allen's good. I don't think he's good. I just think he's better than Cam Newton injured. So I I think that's kind of exactly what it is. I think Kyle Allen is just good enough to make defenses respect respect him to throw the ball. And when defenses were looking at Cam in the first week, he would well, well you could tell he was injured, and you can tell he doesn't look right. Right. You were like, okay. Um, we can stack eight and nine in the box and make Cam beat us with accurate throws. Whereas Kyle Allen's shown you, like, I might not be able to throw 50-yard bombs with a flick of my wrist, but 
I can make that ten or twelve yard dink and dunk, or I can make that that pass out of the backfield for the for the curl around. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey's different. Like, and then McCaffrey, like, just he's different. Like, can we go to Spade to Spade? McCaffrey should win MVP. Like, if the Panthers if the Panthers win ten games, McCaffrey should win MVP. Yeah, he got the team. Like, he got that team on his back. Like, literally, he's offensively. Literally, literally, he's acting like the team is is defensive tackles or linebackers, and he's dragging them to the playoffs. So yeah, like he's wild. I think he should definitely win MVP if they if they get to ten wins, nine uh, wins even would be. I don't better. know. I think right now I'd probably have to give it to out low key, and we'll get to it. I kind of thought before this week, before they played the Ravens, Russell Wilson was the leader. Yeah. But right now, Aaron Rodgers might be might might be it right now. And also, but that's only because of this past week he had. He didn't of have course. this week. Of course, of course. Hey, it's a week to week thing. Well, my thing about it is body of work. Russell's been doing the most with the least. Like that defense does not look does not look as intimidating anymore. Right. Chris at least Carson, he, at least he has something. Chris as Carson. much as as much as people try to say something about Chris Carson, I was about to just get to it just now. Chris Carson's not that good. He's not. He's not really he's great. Solid. He's yeah, but think about it. you're saying he's solid. He's solid. He's solid. Aaron Jones. Tell is Lockett than, is good. Aaron Jones is better than Chris Carson. Devontae Adams is better than. He's AD. been hurt though. Oh well, he was actually there this week. He didn't play. Yes, he did. Aaron Jones, he did. He no, I'm ta- I, no, I'm talking about Devontae Adams. Oh, no, no. Yeah, no, Devontae's been hurt. But what I'm saying no, is... No, Aaron Jones is good. Aaron Devontae is, good. is better than anything the Seahawks have, sn- have sniffed in the last decade, probably. It can be called a spade a spade. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Like, he's better than anything they sniffed. Like, they haven't sniffed a, a receiver that's better than... A receiver that, that's not even, not even better. As good as he is. Yeah. So, that's my whole thing. All right. Well, we'll since we're talking about... Well, I don't even want to talk about the Bucks or the Falcons. The Falcons are embarrassing. Said free Julio. Are we surprised? Free Julio. Are we surprised? I thought the Falcons were going to be solid. Why? Because they had a, Matt, they had a lot of injuries last year. So you like, believe in Matt Ryan? I mean, he got him to the Super you, Bowl. Do you before. believe in Matt Ryan? He's not that bad. Do you? Yes or no? Do you believe in Matt? Ryan? I mean, clearly not. How can I say yes now? How can I say yes now? <laughs> but I mean, like, there's on, worse quarterbacks with better records, like Kirk Cousins. Honestly, uh, 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 all right. Listen, listen. I'm not being disrespectful. Stop, I promise stop. you, I'm not. You're about to be. I, I think they're kind of like the same person. Uh, Kirk is just a little bit bigger. That's all. I like. guess. <laughs> I, I guess. Matt is Matt is driving. Listen, put it like this. Matt Ryan has a Ferrari, right? He has a mint condition 2019 Ferrari. Tuned, like finely tuned machine. Best mechanics in the world worked on it. Beautiful racing vehicle. Everybody else is racing in 1994 Hondas, like, <laughs> and he's still losing. He's he's stalling at the line, like he just he's yeah. not. The, yeah, the team just isn't as good as I thought. He is the were. most replaced. He has the most replaceable MVP trophy that I think I've ever I've ever seen. Him. I'm gonna say yeah. Don't talk. Don't disrespect the MVP. All right, sure. <laughs> NFC West, last one in the best division by far. 49ers six and zero. Seahawks five and two. Rams four and three. Cardinals three three and one. Every team at least 500 or above is pretty wild. I don't think anybody in the world could have actually predicted this. Yeah, not at all. So the question is, and I'll really leave it to this. Who's getting left out? Well, not even that. Are the 49ers legit? I mean, 6-0. and Let me run through who they played really quick. Because we gotta, we got to move on to the NBA quickly. Bucks, 31-17. Killed the Bengals. Beat the Steelers. Beat the Browns. Beat the Rams pretty good. And then beat the Redskins. So they got to play the Panthers and the Cardinals, Seahawks, Cardinals, Packers, Ravens, Saints, Falcons, Rams again, Seahawks again. So we, I guess we're going to see after these six games what they're about. I want to see. So what do you think they're going to end up with? What's their well, record? It, honestly, the next three weeks are going to tell me exactly everything I need to know about the football. Panthers, Cardinals, Seahawks? Yes. And the, and the reason, I know that sounds wild to say because at that point, it's nine games into the season. 
My thing about it is I got to see them when they play the Seahawks because they've already beat the Rams. Right. So we saw that. And the Rams just look not the same. They don't look the same. I mean, they look better this week, but they don't look the yeah, same. They don't, I, think, I mean, they played the Falcons this week. Of yeah, course they look better. But, but what I'm saying to say is we're going to see when they play the Seahawks exactly what type of quarterback Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy G is. Because we already think he's pretty good, we just don't know how good he is. Right. Then, like after Jimmy G, we're gonna have a nice, ch- nice, nice long chance to take a look at the rest of the team because the defense looks great. Nick Bosa looks amazing on that oh, right yeah. side. That whole line is like crazy. just that fro- whole defensive just line ferocious. is ferocious. Like the defensive line is amazing. Defensive the line's pretty good. Buckner, you got a nice one-two tandem in that backfield because Matt Breda, Matt Breda, and Coleman, um, and and Tevin Coleman both look good. They, you just said it yourself. They just got Emmanuel Sanders, yeah. and Kittle is getting double teamed almost every play. Well, we're gonna see what Jimmy Jimmy G's about. I don't know if he's good, and that's the problem. I don't know if their quarterback so don't is good. With Jimmy G yet. That, I, 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 I don't. Like that. I really don't. They're like they're like a they're, you know he's not like Mitch Trubisky, but he is the equivalent of Mitch Trubisky for that team. He's a gamer. He's a he's a gamer in my opinion. We'll see. We'll we'll see. So let's shift quickly to the NBA. We're just going to brush up the NBA. We're going to have a whole NBA podcast later on. But the National Basketball Association NBA's back. is back. So we have to talk about it quickly. And you know who I got to talk to you about real quick? <laughs> Shout out them young Philly Bulls. Ah, here we go. We are ready. Here we go. We are primed and ready. I'm telling so you. So let's hear it. Are they winning a ring this year? Listen, it all hinges on one fatal thing, and everybody knows what it is. If Ben Simmons can hit a jump shot. Do <laughs> you think so? Because I don't even think that's the biggest if, thing. I, think I, but I don't think that's the biggest X factor. I think the biggest X factor because I think their best player is Embiid. Absolutely. So you need their, your best player playing his best in the playoffs. But this is He my peaks thing. early every year. But this is my – Embiid is the best player right now, yes. And don't get me wrong. Embiid, I think, is like really one of those like once-in-a-generation talents. Like If he actually decides to get 100% serious for an entire season, then Embiid's going to be amazing. But – We've already taken care of the Embiid thing because he's not going to play nearly as many minutes. We'll see. He's going to be able to rest a lot more often. We'll see. Al Horford's going to be there. So we'll see. We'll see if Brett Brown if but, he if he listens to Brett Brown. But because that's the biggest if, weakness is the coach. If Ben Simmons can hit a jump shot, he becomes that transcendent talent that yeah. everybody. Then, then y'all turn players. into two top ten players on the team because Ben Simmons will be a top ten player if he can if he consistently if he gets can, a jumper. Not if, even if he doesn't have to shoot a three. He doesn't have to be a three ball. Like I told I told I was telling people yesterday. A lot of people are like, Ben needs to be able to shoot a three. I'm like, no, he doesn't. If Ben can be a 31% three-point shooter, that's fine. But if he can step down and knock down like a 15-footer, like a free-throw line jump shot, right? that changes everything. Because even at that, you take Al Horford or Embiid out of the game and you put in somebody like Mike Scott or you put in somebody else that can shoot the ball from the three-point line. Right. He becomes deadly. He's already a 6'10 guard. Think about it. The only reason people, the only reason people were able to check him is because you could go to drop to the free throw line and just wait for him to drive to the basket. Right. And he was still averaging 19 <laughs> points a game. Like, think yeah, about it. Nah, he's, can... Yeah, he's wild. So, that, that's my thing. I mean, so, I are think, they winning the East? Because it's really between them and I the Bucs. I think they're definitely winning the East. Like, I don't believe in the Bucs. Yeah, I, the Bucs got worse. They don't have Brogdon anymore. Y'all got two Giannis stoppers and not stoppers, but between Horford and Embiid, they like, they can check can the yeah like, they yeah. can yeah they can. He's not a shooter. Yeah, and I don't I don't believe in Chris Middleton that much. So I don't know. Okay, last question. Which which LA team you got? Clippers or Lakers? Because right now I'm feeling like the Clippers are the best team on paper. I, I, top to bottom, top seven, top seven 
player. Like I think the Lakers do have the best duo. Uh, yeah, but the but, Clippers are just. But when you the when Clippers you, are paused so deep as a team. Yeah, like they're loaded. Like you got when you have wide PG Montrezl Harrell, Luke Williams. You got like I, I like Landry Shaman. Yeah, I, I like Shaman like a lot much, too. I love Shaman. Like he's a he's a great he's a great he can handle the ball. He moves off the ball really well, and then you still gotta keep going. And Pat Bev, like, don't Patrick don't forget Beverly, Pat Bev, the the hound. Like, but at the same time, I feel like it's just I feel like it's just something to be said. You don't go against LeBron when he has talent around it. Like you just don't. I don't know, man. Like remember last year before he got that groin injury. I mean, the I Lakers hear you. Were fourth in the, fourth but in the but let's talk about why he could have gotten the groin injury. I mean, this is year seventeen. LeBron has played the third most minutes in NBA history, including playoffs. That's a fact. So, it's just, I don't think it's as sure of a thing that LeBron is going to be there in terms of hitting his peak, being his very best, and the playoffs being 35 by the time the playoffs come, his birthday's in December, playing at that point, plus those minutes, he's... He's looking at Karl Malone minutes right now. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar minutes. And those dudes, Kareem and Karl Malone, played when they were over 40. They were both 41 when they retired. LeBron, like, I don't know. I mean, I it's, they got JaVale and Dwight they're relying on. <laughs> they got Rondo they're relying on. I'm not a big Kuzma fan at all. So, I don't know. I think the Lakers, I think they're a little hyped. Just a little. They're going to be good. Of course, they're going to make the playoffs. Of course, they're going to be a top three seed, top four seed. And hell, they might even make the Western Conference final. But when it comes down to it, if the Clippers are healthy and they got Paul George, Kawhi, plus Pat Bev, plus Harold. Guards are going to be sad plus, when they there. Because, like, the Lakers just don't have a point guard. Like, I mean, I know LeBron's playing point guard. Don't get me wrong, but, like... Rondo is still a phenomenal point guard. No. Yes, stop, 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 stop. Rondo is not point good. Guard. Rondo, in 2019, Rondo's not good. Rondo's a phenomenal point Rondo is not even better than Quinn Cook. Guard. Hey, stop. I would rather have Quinn Cook. Stop it, stop it, stop it. We're not about to have this conversation. We're not about to have this conversation. Quinn Cook's better than Rondo in 2019. We are not about to have this conversation. I'm not even talking about if he's a bucket, blah, 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 whatever. He's better than Rondo. He is better than Rondo. Can we please stop? He's better than Rondo. Stop Especially it. next to LeBron. I'm being bullied. Especially next to LeBron. I hate it here. <laughs> Especially, you, whoa, what's the number one thing you want around LeBron? Shoot. Shooters. Shoot. Who's a better shooter? Quinn Cook or Rondo? Quinn I'm, Cook, no question. He's a better fit. LeBron, LeBron off the ball with Rondo. He's not going to. I don't want gonna, LeBron off the ball. Bro, what do you mean? I want LeBron with the ball, being a point guard, LeBron, running pick and roll. LeBron has shown how dangerous he can be when he has another playmaker on his team when he can play off of the ball. Nah, nah, We've I, seen him being dangerous. Who do you want playmaking more, LeBron or Rondo? I don't want LeBron I want doing anything. I want a happy medium. No, That's I don't want a medium. I want LeBron doing 100% of the playmaking. <laughs> I want LeBron doing everything. You want Rondo off the court. <laughs> yes, I want Rondo assistant coaching. He can be a player coach. That's what I want Rondo doing. Over there with Jason Kidd. Him and Jason Kidd. That, I look at them as the same caliber of point guard right now. Him and Jason Kidd. It's like, nah, I'm not going to say that. Now you can disrespect him. Rondo might not even be better than Caruso. Rondo's going to definitely come here and have a discussion about that. All right, we're going to get into the NBA more. Oh, man. But we we had to touch upon it with it being NBA week. Appreciate you for coming through, John. Episode 20, it's a nice little short one, under an hour. Under an hour? Uh, under an hour. You yeah, know, this we is had, beautiful. Yeah. It's probably because it was only the two of us. Like, Lovely. Well, that and the games are coming on in like 15 minutes. I have to watch the Raptors, Pelicans, and yeah. the Nats. Shout out to the Nats. Oh, I'm not a D.C. fan, but, you know, shout out to the Nats doing it for the city. UCO match day was, hit, was the day as well. Just want to put that out there. Champions League. 
Uh, we lost. We lost. I'm not. I don't even want to talk about Tottenham. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, and on that note, we're out. Beautiful.